Hey, what's up? Give it up for yourselves. Happy hour. That's cool. Um, all right, let's hear from the ladies. All right, guys, give me a long night. Okay. Oh, we got one. All right, let's do all my period material. Okay, let's not do that. Um, thank you for coming. This is gonna be cool. It's gonna be fun. Um, Adam, you're up first. You're not up yet. I just, wanted, I just wanted to make that clear. Also, that was really funny when you made everybody boo the comics in the back on Sunday. Oh, I like your work, man. It's good shit. Thank you. Um, let's see who we talk about. I, I wanted to. This is like a thing that happened, and I'm just trying to work through it right now. Where I was uh, at a cafe in Oakland, and I was just, you know, people watching, you know, watching people, people watch me watching people people watch and uh killing some time and uh i was sitting next to this uh see-through window as windows are and this guy busts the door open and he's like i gotta call you out and he's looking dead at this woman and he's like i gotta call you out you're drinking a beer with a straw I gotta call you out. And then he goes up to the woman and he gets down on one knee. And he's like, hi, my name's Martin. <laughs> and she's like, hi, my name's so-and-so. And he's like, I had to. And then she's like, okay, have a great rest of your day. And then I think he was a little bit drunk. And then he gets to the doorway and he's like, How do you open this thing? <laughs> and the priest is like, Paul! And then he's like, <laughs> and the straw drinking woman's like, I gotta call you out. It's a pull, not a push. And then right <laughs> And then he turns back at the straw drinking woman, and he's like looking down at her, and she, he's just like, And then walks out. That happened. Oakland. What'd you guys think? It's a fun story, right? Yeah, okay. Uh, I don't know what that guy's story is. I don't know what he's been through, but like I had to, you know? And that's what we learned. Um, 
what else can we talk about? I want to talk about a, a. This is a tag I'm trying to work on. Um, have you guys seen me do this barista bit before? About this is good. This is good. Fresh faces. Okay. Um, so I used to work at a cafe uh, and as a barista, and it's it's you know. It's fucking food service, you know? I had this guy come up to my counter and he was holding a dollar bill above the tip jar. And he's like, I clogged the toilet and then drops the bill and it walks out. But that's the perfect metaphor for food service. It's dealing with a lot of shit for a dollar an hour, you know? It's fucked up. And uh, I had this one dude, this regular, come up to my counter one day and he's this like really tall black dude and he has a really long black coat kind of looks like the dude from blade you know but like a knockoff blade like a butter knife like instead of killing vampires he kills bottles of code red mountain dew we get the picture okay cool hey stop heckling me man and uh <laughs> and he comes up to the counter and i help him out with some wi-fi and he's like hey thanks baby girl you listen to erica badu it's like yeah like i know a couple songs like she's cool he's like all right all right you watch these conspiracy videos? Pulls up a six-minute conspiracy video about how Erica Badu's been dead for the past 20 years. So we're watching it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and this is, the, the whole thing is like, this, I gotta, this is, I have to quote it because I looked it up. It's on YouTube. Couple thousand views, very exclusive. Um, so the thing, to set the tone, it's like, it sounds like they use the Interstellar soundtrack or like, Tibetan monks were like, um, that's the, that's the background. <laughs> and then there's like this computerized voice, right? Born in February 26th, 1971. An American singer-songwriter. This photo of Erica Baidu tells us she is on the dark side of Goat Lucy. This is where it just gets mean. The weirdest part about Erica Baidu is her long, stringy giraffe neck. <laughs> wow, her neck resembles a peacock with no muscles. <laughs> this is literally online. It sounds like Stephen Hawking smoked some good weed and started conspiring. That's what it, that's the context of that. If I can, um, if you look closely, you can see a little laser surgery line just a little below the throat. Majority of cell outs have been replaced with artificial human robots. Wait, I need a dramatic. Hold on. <laughs> oh, I'm not done. And then he slams his hand on the counter. He's like, hey, so what you think? <laughs> I was like, fucking, blah. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Um, not saying it's true. I'm not saying it's false. But maybe these photos have been photoshopped. He's like, oh, you're good. I didn't think of that. <laughs> like, he's the worst conspiracy theorist ever. <laughs> like, the next day, like, busts in. He's like, Tupac is alive. I'm like, what if he's not? And he's like, fuck, and just walks out. <laughs> All right, are you guys ready to get this show started? Yeah. I'm really excited to bring up this next guy. 
Really funny dude. He's making moves. Um, he's such a pleasure to watch. Give it up to the wonderful Adam Pearlstein. Keep it going for Serena, everybody. One more time for the hosts. Ta-da. All right. Um, I don't really have anything to talk about. Uh, I was thinking, um, do you guys know that I- iconic image of uh, Marilyn Monroe? Uh, she's over the, uh, the air duct thing, and she's queefing. <laughs> like, why would they take a picture of that? That seems like a really personal moment. That's the idea I had there. Um, what else is going on? Um, you guys ever get so drunk that you don't know how you got home, and then you remember that you actually never left your house that day? Just to me quite a bit here. Uh, what else am I thinking about here? I'm in a good mood. Um, a lot of my friends were accepted this really big uh, uh, comedy festival, and uh, they just can't. They just canceled it. So. <laughs> <laughs> really cool. Uh, but then again, a guy that I was supposed to open for just got me too today. So there's karma for you right there. It's kind of sucks. He didn't touch any. All right, let's whatever. Um, I don't know. Uh, one thing I was I was working on. Uh, my cousin was a Scientologist for five years. And when her mom was dying, the church like was forbidding her to talk to her family. So that totally like like alienated her from the whole family. And then she realized that Scientology was bad. So once she realized it was bad, she decided to take upon herself to start a one woman show in Los Angeles, outing the Church of Scientology. And my just reaction is just like, just go home. Like you made a mistake. You don't need to do a whole song and dance about it. Like, you know, like some, you're, you think somebody's waving at you and then like you wave back and it's super embarrassing. Instead of being like, that's awkward. It's like you're like forcing them to actually like wave at you. Like there's a documentary on Netflix about a guy who was a white supremacist. And then he found out that he actually had like Jewish blood. So he became an Orthodox Jewish rabbi. Just like, just go home. Like you don't need to like, just admit you made a mistake. You don't need to keep like the guy jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge survived and now he's a motivational speaker it's like just dude like i don't know where the punchlines are but it's like people are going like uh you know for a second i thought that i was a gullible idiot follower and then i realized that i was actually the smartest person in the world so so even though i made a mistake now i'm better than everybody something that there i don't know um I got to get a suit for a wedding. Um, I don't know if I should like spend a bunch of money getting an expensive suit. Then I'm also just thinking about just getting like a cheap suit and then just taping a cucumber to my my leg. And there's people being like, they'll still have to respect me because if I'm wearing a shitty suit, they'll be like, whoa, that guy's got a huge dick. I got, he can wear whatever he wants, I guess. I don't know. Stop looking at my pants. I can't see it. Um... Last joke here. I live in Oakland, uh, work in San Francisco. Oakland born and raised. Just kidding. I moved there two weeks ago from Marin. It's real nice. Um, I take the uh, the Bay Bridge to work. I don't know if you've seen this. They have these like slogans on the bridge now where it says things like click it or ticket or buzz driving is drunk driving. And I saw recently text unread better than dead. Very cute. Like, But first off, like what failed rapper is now writing rhymes for the California Highway Patrol? Like, is that what Jaw Rule is doing now? It's like, what rhymes a seatbelt? Meatbelt, cleatbelt. Dude, Ian, you're so fucking rude, dude. You're like the most 
self-absorbed person in the world. It's talking so loud. Didn't even notice it. <laughs> Still doesn't even notice it. Just in his own world. We're just extras in his movie. Still doesn't even realize what's going on right now. Dude has no clue that I've paused everything that I've been... Oh, he's fist bumping the, the uh, mark in the back there now. Having a private conversation. But I signed up... Okay, got it. Cool. Nice. I'll talk about Ian for two more minutes. Nice. Cool. Nice. He's coming back in the room now. Oh, yeah, dude. Just he'll, he'll tell Serenity about it later, okay? It's somebody who's not him on stage, so he doesn't need to worry about bothering anybody because I'm not him. You're talking so loud. <laughs> like, so loud, dude. You won't stop, too. We're all talking about you right now. <laughs> Be less loud. I was in the middle of a joke that was going well. Don't tell them it wasn't going well. But it could have been going well if people were listening. I couldn't hear out there, but I could hear you right there. I was supposed to go fifth. I told Pam I was going fifth. Where's fifth? What are we at right now? Is this one? So that's four left for fifth, right? Anyway, I'm taking my $2 back. I give up. Thank you, guys. That's my time. Thank you so much. Adam Pearlstein, everybody. Fuck yeah. Good shit. Um, I forgot I was going to say something and I can't remember but good stuff yeah um, fucking next comment coming up uh, he's a co-producer of the show we run in uh, Berkeley called Certified Fresh really funny dude give it up for Max Eddie thank you Serenity uh, thank you Ian for being here today uh, it's really good to see you this is good uh, what do I have um, oh, you guys, my old daycare uh, just got closed down this year. It really sucks. I went there all the time when I was a kid. Um, so I'm just kind of sad about that. But um, It's this little place called Toys R Us. Oh, yeah. My parents uh, used to just drop me off there, give me enough money for a Bionicle and just uh, go to Zumba and shit. Um, but it was fine. Like, it was weird going in there because I was going in there for their uh, their bankruptcy sale, uh, the, which they were only they were still only giving like 30% off for. It's like, what are you going to do with it? You're just going to have like a pile of, uh, what's a funny, t fidget spinners. You're just going to have a pile of fidget spinners that you're just going to uh, deliver to South Africa. I don't know. They're not even an impoverished country. That definitely had, that premise works. I just need to, I, I fucked up every single part of the joke along the way after I had a solid premise. So I'm gonna bring it back. I'm gonna, <laughs> that's uh, that's year one, baby. That's what I'm doing. But, uh, no, as I went in, um, you guys know those customer service workers who are like too invested in their jobs? Uh, have you ever seen one of those workers right when they are about to lose their job? Oh my God, this guy, he was still, he was still committed to the gig. He was still saying what he was supposed to say. Um, but it sort of came out like, a, welcome to Toys R Us where a kid can be a kid. I was like, dude, just drop it. It's, <laughs> you're done, man. Uh, um, some guy uh, came up to me because he thought I worked there because I'm um, <laughs> in my 20s and at a Toys R Us. But uh, he came up to me and asked me, <laughs> he was like, how much is this game of Candyland? I'm looking to buy this game of Candyland. I was like, dude, just take it. 
Like why why do you why are you waiting for things now? That guy is crying at the front. He's uh, between the uh, the tears are not going to he's not going to see you take it. It's fine. I'll write a better tag, but that's fun. Um okay, what else do I have? Um oh, uh I am um in your like this. I am bisexual. Um I uh and it's not funny. So, uh there's no jokes uh to say about it so uh we're just gonna keep moving along okay that's don't capital it's not funny it's not funny dude stop fucking you think my sexuality is just a, a joke you think it's just a joke that you can just laugh at that's fu- okay it's kind of funny though right <laughs> oh it's funny uh it's it's funny okay i'll well it's fun but i uh, actually came out last year um and I had to figure out who to come out to first. It was kind of a weird decision. I decided to come out to my grandpa because uh, he has Alzheimer's. So I can practice, you know, get in as many reps as I can. So first time I told him, though, uh, he actually misheard me. Um, he thought I told him, Grandpa, I'm bicycle. And he's just like, so you're just going to let people ride you around? I was like, maybe. <laughs> oh, possibly. Uh, I didn't even know he misheard me until my next birthday. Uh, he just bought me a bicycle helmet. <laughs> and he just had a note that said, uh, make sure they wear this. Stay safe. <laughs> so he either thought I said bicycle or he really doesn't know how gay sex works. <laughs> uh, uh, fine, I've been trying to write an end to that joke for a while. That might be the thing. So that's good. I like that. Um, oh, I had an ex-girlfriend. Uh, I still do, actually. That's how they work. <laughs> um, they don't just stop <laughs> being exes. That's a forever thing. Uh, marriage is temporal. Uh, divorce is forever. I didn't get divorced. Never mind. I'm just saying words. Um, but well, she, I wasn't romantic enough. She wanted me to buy her flowers. I don't, I don't get why flowers are a romantic gesture. Flowers don't even fuck. Like they, you know how flowers reproduce? They just like bees eat from flowers and they spread the flowerages onto other flowers, which is, that's not romantic at all. Like that would be like if humans, uh, instead of having sex with each other, they just like came and let their dog walk in it. And then you say, hey, uh, Sparky, can you go um, put your paw in a pussy? Uh, That's... That's directly analogous, uh, and I'm going to say it better when I'm not just in front of a bunch of comics who just want to do their time. So, my name's Max Eddie. Thank you guys so much. Paws and Pussies. That's your album name. I've decided for you. All right, on deck we got Greg Wegman. Is that, am I pronouncing that night right? Oh, I said on deck, on deck. Sit your ass down. All right. Uh, but right now, coming out, we got uh, Max... All right, cool. My name's Max, too. I'm not a bicycle. I'm more of a third wheel, actually. Uh, I just always end up being that guy. I don't know why, but... Uh, so, anyway, I'm pretty shy. Like, I don't really like to talk. Like, this is this is pretty uncomfortable for me right now, but... Uh, no, it's fine. Uh, I know that I'm shy, though, because I went to my 10-year high school reunion recently, and I met everybody for the first time. I didn't reunite with anybody. Like, people kept coming up to me like, hey, who'd you come here with? I was like, nobody. Why do you got to rub it in, you know? I don't know. <laughs> I was talking to some friends about high school recently, and one of them goes, 
I haven't dated a lot because I had a high school sweetheart for seven years. And I was like, wow, how long did it take you to finish high school? <laughs> you mean to tell me you both got held back at least three times? That's crazy. It sounds like you were meant for each other. You're like the Romeo and Juliet of high school. You know who they are. You took ninth grade English at least once, you know. I'd like to hear their love story, you know, like, well, they met during their second year of 10th grade. They both had to retake Woodshop, so that was serendipitous. You could say they had chemistry together twice because they failed it the first time. All right, well, some of those kind of work, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> uh, speaking of, like, relationships, one of my uh, exes popped up on my Facebook feed recently, and uh, her status said, note to self, I need to have more self-control and be more disciplined. And I was like, well, if you post it on social media, it's not exactly a note to self. In fact, it's literally like the exact opposite of that. That's the whole reason why Facebook is even a thing, you know? I don't know. Like, one, uh, you know how I know it's not a note to self? Because a bunch of people commented on it. There's, there's your first clue. Uh, one of the people who commented wrote, I'm going to make this a note to self for me, too. And I was like, Jesus Christ, nobody understands the meaning of the word self. Like, I feel like they would go to Safeway, go to the self-checkout and be like, hey, where's the cashier at, you know? Need some assistance here. I don't know. But a lot, it could have been worse, though. Like, she could have posted about politics. That's always bad when people post about politics on Facebook. Uh, after the 2016 election, one of my aunts posted an infographic that showed that 40% of the public didn't vote in the election. And she was like, this is terrible. We need to teach them a lesson by taking away their voting privileges. I was like, that doesn't make any sense at all. Like, she's like, instead of the punishment fits the crime, let's make the punishment be the crime, you know? Uh, like, what's next? You're going to be like, like, successful bank robbers, we give them cash rewards or something? I pictured a bunch of car thieves sitting in the audience at the Oprah show, and it's like, all right, everybody, you get a car, you get a car. Uh, maybe, I don't know. Uh, all right. Oh, yeah, so I, uh, I was thinking back, I remember when I was a kid one day, I didn't have school on Veterans Day, and one of my uncles goes, on days like today, you guys are celebrating people like me. And I was like, what? Like, you enlisted in the Air Force so you could get a desk job and avoid the draft. Like, that's, that's not at all what we're celebrating today. You just sound like a deadbeat dad who's asking for a Father's Day gift. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so I, uh, I turned 29 recently. Uh, I'm getting to the age where a lot of my, uh, my friends are starting to get married. And a lot of the women aren't taking their husband's name, which is great, you know. It's a real, real slap in the face to our male-dominated society if you ignore the fact that they're just keeping their father's name, you know. It's like, nice try, ladies, but uh, we've been working on this patriarchy thing for quite a while, you know. You're not going to just turn this ship around in one generation. We're, we're ready for it, you know. Like, we're, we're pretty good at this. I don't want to brag, but, like, we're, we got our shit together. I don't know, is that, did I? <laughs> okay. I'll, uh, I'll finish there. Thanks, everybody. On deck, we've got Dax Santi. Is that correct? Hello. But coming up right now, we got Greg Wegman. Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, it's actually my first open mic, so bear with me. This is un unpracticed material, so I uh, I hope this isn't too painful for you guys, but yeah, this is a this is a cool venue. I got to meet the uh, last of the Mohicans here, uh, Diamond Dave, like the last hippie still in San Francisco after it's been gentrified. But cool place. Um, yeah, so I've been I've been spending a lot of time in locker rooms lately, like 
not in a weird way, not in a creepy way, but, you know, I'm just trying to get in shape. But I realized there's, like, unspoken rules there that you kind of have to learn. No one really posts them. Like, I was changing at my kickboxing gym recently, and a little kid saw my dick. And I don't, I don't know if that's, like, a crime or not. And I'm, like, too afraid to, too afraid to Google it because that's just kind of incriminating. So, yeah, I just changed the towel now because I, I don't want to go to jail. Um, but then I go to 24, 24 hours, uh, totally different rules. There's just 70-year-old dudes walking around swinging their old dicks around and no one cares. And there's, there's nothing more confident than a 70-year-old naked dude. Like, I really aspire to have that confidence. Um, but, you know, they, they go too far. I was uh, washing my hands the other day and... I look over and there is an old man with his balls right next to where I wash my hands every day and that's just not cool with me but the uh the most egregious though was this old guy who stuck his old wrinkly ass on the changing bench right next to me and now I'm worried about catching something from the changing bench because apparently there is a an epidemic of seniors with STDs apparently they're fucking all in the nursing homes because you can't get pregnant but yeah now I gotta worry about that too at the gym so uh, but I, you know I think the most awkward thing that's happened in locker rooms is uh, for some reason I have this idea to take edibles before I work out I think it's gonna help with my motivation uh, but it just leads to weird experiences and I was uh, coming back from the shower changing and four giant Pacific Islander guys came next to me and I was kind of high and so I was thinking I was like I wonder if in a fight being naked is an advantage or a disadvantage because like no one really wants to fight a naked guy and like even if you win there's like a good chance you might get dick on you and that's another another way to catch an SCD so um, but yeah in in the middle of my thought I heard one of them say hey nice piece and I was like no nah, can't be talking to me and then he says the ladder he's like hey nice piece and I'm like oh, what the fuck and uh and then he touch, touches my shoulder and I was like oh no he's and then I realized he was like nice tattoo bro and I was like oh the tattoo right 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 thank you and uh yeah I just kind of awkwardly walked away after that um I've been doing a lot of shopping lately at Rite Aid uh I have this mixed drink I make I call it El Toro Loco. It's Red Bull, tequila, um, lemonade, and a box of Magnums. It's uh, pretty, it does the weekend well. Um, and you know, I realized that Rite Aid is a very underappreciated store. You can get your pills, your booze, your cigarettes, your lube, and multiple forms of birth control, as well as a birthday card for your mom all in one place. You get everything. Um, but I always end up taking my, uh, ingredients up to some old lady who hasn't been late in years and that's always uncomfortable for me I'm just learning to own it though but yeah you know it's but the most uncomfortable part is when I have to come back the next day and get my emergency backup plan it's uh, champagne orange juice and plan B the magical ingredient uh, I call it the morning after mimosa at least I handle my shit the next day um, but yeah like who knew that Rite Aid um, sold sex toys online and like at a really good price? Um, 
because I'm, I'm really thrifty when it comes to my sex toys, so, you know. Uh, but the only problem is when you order online, you give them your address, and then suddenly you're getting butt plug coupons in the mail, which is a little awkward when you still live at home like I do, so. All right, that's all. Thank you. All right, Greg Wegman, everybody. Wholesome. All right. <clears throat> Talked about young penis, old penis. A lot of penis, man. Fucking dick jokes, variety. Cool. Um, on deck, we've got Ian Levy, but coming up right now, we got Dak Santi. Give it up, bro. How's it going, guys? Well, uh,. We're halfway through 2018. These are some strange times we live in, aren't they? I mean, who would have thought we'd have so much hatred for the color orange? <laughs> this is my Trump joke. I mean, who would have thought that one man could make people hate an entire color? Uh, I turned 47 this year. You know you're getting old when you want to listen to one of your favorite bands from high school, so you search for them on an app like Spotify, and then you click on the albums, and you just start scrolling and scrolling. I mean, if your favorite band has five or more greatest hits albums, it's time for you to ask your doctor if Cialis is right for you. Um, the older I get, the more I find I like to brag about stuff that I wouldn't when I was younger. Like, somebody say, hey, how's it going? I'm like, man. I just had the best nap. <laughs> yeah, I really need to scratch that out. Uh, I slept like a baby, which is a strange expression because uh, my wife and I are expecting our first baby and everybody's always saying, well, you're not gonna sleep anymore. I'm like, what? I wanna sleep like a baby. Um, another expression that I find confusing, confusing is, um, I think I'm gonna take a cat nap. I uh, looked that up. A cat nap is a short sleep, a doze. I don't know if any of you know a cat, but if you take a cat nap, you've lost 15 hours out of your day. Um, <laughs> uh, the older I get, the more I wish I was Jewish. Uh, not for the Jewish religion, but for the Jewish fashion. I love it. Because now that I'm in my uh, late 40s, uh, I could really use a yarmulke these days. <laughs> I got to call bullshit on whoever created this yarmulke. It's very suspicious that your religious garment's the exact dimensions of your bald spot. Uh, but I'm not Jewish. I'm Italian. But I'm an Italian with an asterisk. Um, I don't have that cool New York Italian gangster accent like you see in the movies. I'm from the South. Uh, New York Italians, if you're connected, people say, uh, hey, uh, he's in the mafia. Southern Italians, if you're connected, they say, well, how the hell are you getting a signal out here? Um, I love the Italian language, though, especially the words that end in values, vowels. Uh, if you ever want to try to talk like an Italian, all you got to do is um, somebody asks you a question, just respond to them. Like you want to strangle them? Uh, it sounds a little harsh, but it works. Like, uh, hey, this smells really good. Uh, what are you cooking? Spaghetti! 
don't need to scratch. Hey, this is a really nice car. What kind is it? It's a Fodahati. All right, I think I'm going to leave it right there. Thank you, guys. Dex on to everybody. Fuck yeah. Living it. All right. On deck, we've got Capital. In all capital letters. I fucking see you, man. Meta. All right. Coming up right now, Ian Levy. Woo! Woo! Uh, thank you very much, guys. Um, so I went on a, I went on a date recently. Uh, I really liked the woman. I guess she didn't feel the same way because she stopped returning my text messages, right? And I told a friend about this. My friend said, hey, well, now on the bright side, uh, you can write a fun little comedy bit about being ghosted. Uh, and I thought about that. I was like, you know, I uh, would rather have a girlfriend. I'd rather have someone, you know, I don't know. You know, they're close. It's close. It's a uh, uh, funny anecdote, uh, true love. So I don't know. It was close. Uh, it's, uh, you know, the feeling of going, ha, 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 or just like, hmm, that's... <laughs> I don't know if the act that makes enough sense. I uh, yesterday uh, someone uh, stabbed me in the neck and then kicked me down a flight of stairs uh, and then poured gasoline all over me and lit me on fire. Uh, and as I lay burning and bleeding to death, I thought uh, this could be worse. I could be watching soccer. So ho! Oh, watch out! No oh, shots fired. That's oh, this is such a d- terrible joke. Um, I haven't been writing a lot of jokes recently, but I have I have recently been working on something. Uh, it's more of a, a conversation I want to have with my uh, father. I've been working on this for a while. I actually need some help for this. Actually, Serena, could you help me out really quick? Yeah, you just come up on, on stage, and I just so it's just a this is just a conversation. Your your lines are highlighted. Okay, okay. So this um, and just so you know, uh, going in your character, you are a uh, middle-aged man uh, who is divorced and never had enough time for his children. Okay, there you go. If you could just start, okay, uh, with the first line. Okay. Hello, my son. Oh, and uh, my dad is from Scotland. Uh, Scotland. So if you could just do it with a Scottish accent. Okay. Hello, my son. That's not. No, no, no. It's, actually, you know, I forgot it's something. Can we cue the uh, dramatic music, please, George? If that is that possible, can we? This will be. This really. We need something to just set the tone a little bit more. Is that okay? Here we go. Okay, here we go. Okay. Just just stick to the lines. You're going to be fine. Did you have that cute... Okay, sorry. <laughs> Hello, my son. Hello, papa. It's not the son, I just want you to know I love you. <laughs> yeah, stay, stay. I'm, I'm proud of you. Thank you, papa. I love you, too. Right, uh, yours. So much better than your sister. I hate that gun. Whoa! Whoa! That seems a little harsh. No, it's true. I should have named her sister Cunty McCunface. I hate her, and I hope she dies of dysentery. <laughs> Whoa, you really do not like her. Your sister could take her career and go fuck herself. I'd much rather have a son with no career or future prospects. <laughs> oh, that's so good to hear. Is there anything else you wanted to tell me? I've decided I'm not going to divorce your mother. We could be a family again. I'm so happy. Now you don't need to get a job. You can live with us for as long as you want. Oh, Papa, that's great news. End of scene one. <laughs> yeah, hold it, hold it. Okay, here we go. Okay. Can I put this in my room? Okay. 
there is one last thing I must tell you, my boy. What is it, Papa? I also no longer think playing Magic the Gathering is a waste of money. <laughs> In fact, I think Magic the Gathering, a great game for handsome, attractive men. I'm glad we can finally agree that only really cool dudes play Magic the Gathering. Yes, totally! Only really awesome dudes play Magic the Gathering. I'm so happy my son plays Magic the Gathering. Oh, Papa, I'm so happy. Now let me hold you like I've never held you before. Oh, hey, Papa, I was thinking, uh, would you like to play a game of catch? No, my son. Oh! Okay. I won't play catch with you because want I really what I really want is to play Magic Gathering with you because the only thing more magical than Magic Gathering is the magic that happens when a father loves his son. Thank you. Okay, that's okay. This the end. The ending needs to work out. Work on your Scottish accent, but okay. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's probably been all my time. Okay, I'm done, guys. Goodbye. Is, does anyone know where Oots is? he outside? Yeah, he is. All right. On deck, we got that guy. But coming up right now, we got Capital. Give it up for him. Hi. Uh, yes, my name is Capital. I came up with that, not my mother. Um, she wishes she were that clever. A lot of people have told me, as a rule, that you can't come up with your own name. It's got to be given to you. But the only people that do that are what some people call haters, but I like to be careful with my wording, so I call them Nazis. Not to escalate shit, just I think hater is dismissive. It only acknowledges the act of hating, it doesn't acknowledge the, uh, the trauma it takes to get there. Because Nazis were mad at the Jews, right? But they were mad because Germany was broke after World War I because they tried to flex their shit on everybody and lost. And the Jews weren't broke because they were Jews. So Germany, started to take <laughs> so Germany started to take out their problem on the innocent Jews and Europe the same way haters take out their problems on innocent happy people like me. So haters are Nazis, except these people, ah, sorry, they don't hate the Jews, they hate me. And they're trying to take away my name, and it's not my job to figure out what their World War I is. Although sometimes it's easy, like I know this one dude named Dookie Nose, figure out why Dookie Nose is mad. I know another dude, his name is No Toes. If your name is Dookie Nose or No Toes, it's only that because you don't have a name better than that. Which means you're not somebody I need to be taking advice from. Um, these are fish that got kicked out the sea. And now they're kind of just flopping on land and talking shit and distracting everybody who walks by. Until they die because they're wasting their time talking when they should be rolling back to the ocean. That's why you don't listen to these fish. They're stupid Nazi fish. A lot of people hear my name and assume that I want to be black, but I don't. I love being white. I love my white privilege. I use it every day. If I don't want to pay from Muni, I'll just follow a black guy real close. So when the bus driver sees two people but only hears one clipper boop, they never call out the white guy. Or if she does, I just don't turn around, but the black guy always does because he's nervous because there's a white guy following him real close. So he's already jumpy, but the second he turns around, he looks guilty and I look innocent. And I got away with it. I'm not racist to do that. I'm just taking advantage of other people's stupidity. It'd be stupid for me not to do it. 
If anything, everybody else is racist for assuming the black guy did it. I'm just exposing racism on public transportation. I'm like Rosa Parks. I love being white. I used to sell weed, and whenever I brought a pound on BART, I would just stand next to the darkest guy on the train, and I would try and look miserable, because looking sad is like snitch camouflage, because BART's got a lot of snitches. And all snitches are Nazis. <laughs> and Nazis always look bothered about shit, because they got a lot of anger in them. So I put my Nazi face on next to a black guy to blend in, and to make sure that all the ma blame is shifted, I just make a Mac Dre face at him every 20 seconds to make all the snitches assume that he's a smelly one. Again, no racism here. I love black people. I just love myself more. I only did it when I had to. If a white dude walked on the, but, or white dude walked on the train who smelled like weed too, I'd stand next to him so we have strength in numbers. But if I'm the only one, then I gotta go car to car until I can find a black guy to frame for my safety. I don't sell weed anymore. One day I tried my train trick, but then everybody left the train, so it was just me and the black guy. And he just looked over at me, pulled out a gun, and took all my weed. And I never actually got a black guy in trouble, so I don't think it can be karma. I think it's just a lesson. One, to stop selling weed, and two, don't get too close to black people. That's everything I got. Thank y'all. Give it up for Capital, guys. You look like you look like you could be the poster child for mumble rap. <laughs> All right, on deck we've got Sergio Novoa. Where's that person? Yeah, fuck that guy. Okay, on deck we got Tim Young. Is he here? But you could probably go next because coincidentally your name is also Sergio. What a fucking conspiracy. Okay. Uh, give it up for Utsav Dixit. Hey, one more time for Sereni, everybody. This is the first time an Indian will follow Sri Lankan. Oh, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. I told myself I wouldn't say that, and then I did. I'm sorry. A lot of white privilege coming from this direction. One. <laughs> A lot of white privilege. I'm going to fuck up white people with my set. I just decided because you enjoy white privilege. Here's the thing that pissed me off about a certain group of white people that are extremely spiritual white Hindus. I don't get it. Like, I hung out in L.A. in this house with full of just white people that were like extreme yogi hipsters that just spoke in like energy flow. Like, what the fuck, dude? No one even does that in India. Like... It's really weird. Like, here's an impression of my yoga teacher, okay? Chaturanga, breathe out. Here's an impression of Justin Timberlake doing an impression of my yoga teacher. Chaturanga, breathe out. Krami Shiva. No, I'm kidding. Uh, more white people shit. Um, y'all smoke weed? Yeah. Yeah. Yo, one time I smoked so much weed, I ended up in a bad neighborhood. Can you guess what neighborhood? This is the portion where you guess. Nope. Nope. Not Tenderloin, not Berkeley. All wrong. No, it was the marina. 
the marina is like San Francisco's Texas. And when you're high as shit, you're like, oh my God, there's so many white people in the marina. Like I was high as shit in the middle of a restaurant surrounded by white people. I'm not racist against white people, but like that room looked like the dinner scene from the Titanic, y'all. Like it really did. And <laughs> my friend walked up to me, he goes, yo, there's only white people here. And I started rapping as a defense mechanism. And so I was like, you know where we at? We in the marina. You know what it is? White person arena. And I got the fuck out of that neighborhood, y'all. <laughs> but no, I, uh, growing up in India, my friends and I were convinced we were black. Like we used to play basketball. We used to dress whatever the internet told us to dress like. We used to fucking write rhymes. We used to pretend to be NWA characters. And except I was easy motherfucking E and I didn't die of AIDS. So that happened. <laughs> <laughs> so bad um what else okay fun fact uh organized crime do you guys know that the market for organized crime like the loss from that is 30 billion dollars 30 billion dollars and what's the opposite of organized crime disorganized crime like what's the market for that we'll never know because it's disorganized like at what point do you go from organized crime to disorganized crime like, do you shoplift enough Kit Kats at a regular cadence and store them meticulously in a fucking container? Is that organized crime? I don't know. Do you have to fucking have HR processes to your organized crime, I don't know, hiring and firing process? Like, do you have to like have them fill out surveys before you shoot them? Is that organized crime? I will never find out. Um, you said your favorite jokes are masturbation jokes? No, I never said that. You just said that. <laughs> Well, then I will not do a masturbation joke. What's the deal with masturbation? Let's, are, are we all fucking? Like in San Francisco, are we sexually active here? Are you guys fucking? No? Yes? No? Everyone masturbating at least? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, my. Like, uh, we need to solve this. Like, this should be the slogan for dating in San Francisco. City of the Golden Gate. We don't date. We masturbate. <laughs> you masturbate so much that you're laughing this joke is not supposed to be that funny <laughs> I'm supposed to be working on it because like, that's giving me a false positive you're mentally fucked up is your dick fine though everything like is everyone sexually active okay good how often do you masturbate There's like 14,000 people in fucking Europe on this podcast that really want to know the answer. <laughs> this is a fact. Uh, the, for those of us not on the radio, the, the man in the front uh, is about to tell us how many times he masturbates. And the number is, just shoot out a number. One million times. That's impossible. <laughs> Have you noticed for men especially, there's a vast difference in mental clarity pre-jerk-off as opposed to post-jerk-off? Right? Because like pre-jerk off, you're horny, there's testosterone all over the place, you're pacing around at the bar like a gorilla buying girls drinks at last call. And post-jerk off, it's like you just snorted some Adderall, like shit is clear. This cup is too close to the edge, let me put it right here. I don't know, I'll be jerking off, I'll be like, she got that great Jewish body, and she understands data science. Uh, <clears throat> I need to do my taxes. All right, that's my time, thanks Sereni. What's up, everybody?
You look like you shit on white people for being racist, but then appropriate black culture. Okay. Uh, <laughs> also, I'm curious. So a million times, is that like like back to back after you come? Do you take breaks? Did you just say no, ma'am? You just keep going? <laughs> yeah, dude, I chiseled my dick off. <laughs> All right. On deck, we've got John Pitsley. All right. On the count of three, we say, uh, fuck, John, still, fuck, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll go tell him. All right, uh, right now, coming up, we got Sergio Gonzalez. Get up for him. Oh, man. There's, like, all dudes in here. <laughs> we look like we're, like, planning a rob. <laughs> just one. Well, we look like we're getting ready to fucking rob a bank. Like, what are we gonna do right now, guys? Who's doing what? You're the fucking driver now. But um, I don't like to talk about politics, but uh, can we talk about grabbing pussies? <laughs> Damn, that shit still bothers me. Like, people are talking about all the fucked up shit that Donald Trump has done, and I'm like, no, he still, he said he grabbed some pussies, man. Um. <laughs> like I want to see that in the history books like under fun facts like George Washington's teeth were made out of wood Barack Obama brewed beer in the White House Donald Trump said I want to grab her by the pussy <laughs> some dude try to defend him saying it was locker room talk <laughs> no the fuck it ain't like locker room talks you like dude she's got some nice tits I really want to fuck her, but like, I want to grab her by the pussy. Like, if he came up to me and told me that shit, I'd be like, get the fuck away from me, you weirdo. You virgin. <laughs> How do you even grab a pussy? It's not a doorknob. You can't grab that shit. <laughs> it's not a can of beer from the fridge. <laughs> um, like, if my mom was falling off the cliff and I had a grabber. <laughs> Like, the pussy would be the last thing I'm going to grab. Not because it's my mom and I don't want to grab her pussy, but it's not a good thing to grab. It's not the best thing to grab. Like, I go for ankles or wrist. <laughs> oh, man. I'm a high school security guard. Yeah. Usually people laugh because they don't take me serious, just like the students. Um, but, like, the kid, with the kids, social media, like, influences their lives so much. Like last year, there was like a huge meme about sending nudes. And that year, we caught so many kids with like nudes on their phones. Like they were getting so many. It was fucking ridiculous where it didn't even phase them. And like for me, when I was in high school, we had one nude fucking traveling through the whole school. And we all knew it was that one girl with Cocoa Puff nipples. And I feel like I don't need to tell you what Cocoa Puff nipples are because we all have an imagination. <laughs> but um, like now, the meme is um, talking about eating ass, and I hope these young kids aren't out there eating ass. <laughs> they should wait till like they're in their late twenties and stop giving a shit about anything. But um, I don't know. Eating ass has always been a weird thing for me, cause like I wouldn't let my worst enemy eat my ass, let alone a loved one. Like <laughs> I just thought it was fucked up. And like we use like kiss my ass as an insult. Like, we're out here fucking eating it now. Like, <laughs> are you telling me to fuck off or are you giving me an invitation? 
Um, <laughs> God damn. Do you ever uh, look at someone and you're like, that guy kind of looks like me? When this dude walked into the room, I was like, this guy kind of fucking looks like me. <laughs> but uh, people always tell me I look like Nicolas Cage, which is fucking horrible. And it all started out when an old lady was like, you look like a young, handsome Nicolas Cage. And I was like, bitch, when was he ever young and handsome? What the fuck is this? Like, if this was the 90s, I'd be slaying so much Conair pussy. <laughs> oh, man. What else? Damn it. All right, that's it. Sorry. <laughs> Gonzalez, give it up for him. That's the best way to end a set. I'm sorry for wasting your time, guys. I take it out. No, that's good. That's fucking good. Um, you guys do look alike, but I feel like this guy gets pulled over. Because uh, he's brown. Get Okay. Uh, <laughs> on deck, we've got uh, Sergio Novoa. But coming up right now, we got John Pitsley. All right, how's it going, guys? Good, glad to hear it, honestly. Um, I'm doing pretty fucking terrible myself. Um, probably why I started stand-up or decided to do stand-up again. Um, or maybe it's because I'm a somewhat functioning alcoholic and stand-up's a pretty good excuse to uh, get away with that shit. Um, I don't know. It's kind of um, unacceptable, you know, for a grown man to be going to a bar every single fucking day and just getting wasted. Um, but if you're showing up to a bar and performing, um, then, you know, you can kind of get away with drinking your face off. Um, but this past week, I don't think you could call anything that I've done performing. Um, just to give you an idea of how terrible this past week has been, I think the best set that I did was trying to defend myself telling another comic why he, a white comic, why he should have used the N-word. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, uh, been pretty fucking awful. I guess, um... I just forgot how awful I am at stand-up. Um, I also forgot how much male comics talk about jerking off. Um, and it makes sense. I understand why all you dudes like to talk about jerking off. Um, you know, I think it's funny. And also, most male co uh, comedians are terrible with women. Um, you don't even have to talk to talk to them or hear about some horrific thing that a comic has done to a woman. You can just tell by their pizza roll stained sweatpants, you know? Um, so it's basically the, the one thing that they can talk about with any authority. So there's that. Um, I don't know. I'm not really a fan of it though because there's just something about a a grown man hanging out alone in his overpriced 
tiny, shitty apartment, pleasuring himself till climax that seems like it should remain a private matter, you know? Um, I don't know. I don't think, it's just that, I don't think anybody really needs to hear about the specifics of your uh, self-pleasuring techniques, you know? Like, if somebody needs to hear how or what you jerk off to, then they're probably mentally handicapped. Um, and I understand it's a, you know, it's generally a good thing to help out the, uh, the handicapped, but um, helping a retarded person jerk off is kind of going a little too far, you know? Um, it's kind of like making love to your child instead of just loving them and keeping it at that, you know? Yeah, it's too much. Yeah, jerking off a retard is fucked up, just like fucking a child. You should say woe to that. Um, any hoodles? Any of you idiots watch MTV still? Nope, that's reassuring. Um, I turned it on the other day to make myself feel better about myself. Um, and I noticed they had uh, the show Catfish still on. Uh, are you guys familiar with that show? No? Some of you aren't? That's probably good. Um, it is a show that's based off of this documentary about this gullible loser who fell in love with some make-believe person on the internet. And then his equally gullible nerd brother helped him find this person, and it turned out to not be the person that he fell in love with. And so they go around helping out other idiots trying to find the people that they've fallen in love with. Um, so I was kind of surprised that the, the show was still on. Um, not so much because they keep on finding all these people who are so stupid that they keep on falling in love with um, all these make-believe people, but um, just because it's, I don't know, a show that's based off of a tiny surprise. I don't know, it just seems like it would... Uh, it would get old after a bit, kind of like this whole entire set. Um, but yeah, I should probably just leave it at that if I already got the the, the light. Um, I don't know. It's just uh, it's just kind of disappointing that they that people in TV aren't taking more risks. You know, there should be a different TV show on. Um, but it's nice that uh, Tide and Cascade are taking risks because I noticed while watching the show that they have a shit ton of advertisements for all of their Tide Pods and Cascade Pods. Like, all of the commercials during Catfish are Cascade Pods and Tide Pods. Like, advertising strictly to teenagers to eat their Tide Pods. Like, the, there's nobody watching these shows that are actually doing dishes or laundry. These are kids who are planning on eating these fucking things. And there's no warning on the advertisements or anything. Um, all right, I will leave it there. Uh, thank you, guys. All right, John Pitsley, everybody. Fuck it. I think it's really funny because you're like, uh, you're like, comedians talk about their dick, and then your shirt says meat men with a huge schlong, <laughs> just fucking. <laughs> and that, 
It's irony. That's been my TED talk. Okay. Um, con deck. We've got Tim Young coming up right now. We got Sergio Novoa. Give it up for him. I will not masturbate in front of you guys. I'll save it for home. Um, <laughs> this is my first time here. First time at Mutiny. So you're all here to help pop my comedic cherry. Um, be gentle. It's my first time. Um, do you remember the first time you had sex? This won't be nearly as awkward or uncomfortable. I'll try my best not to finish early. You know, as I look at you guys, I can say I have not had sex with most of you. Um, the night is young, and I'm a lightweight. One cocktail, and I'm willing to do anything. Anything that I want to do. Um, you know what's scary about doing stand-up? The risk of seeing one of your exes in the audience. I'm totally okay running into my exes with my car. I mean, it must be tough for a Lyft driver. I mean, as a driver, the chances of you running into your exes must go much higher than the average person. You get a ride request, you accept it. Then you get to see the address. You're like, oh, I recognize this address. You've been there many times. It's your ex's address. You got dumped because you lack drive. Awkward. Um, I'll tell you guys a little secret, but it has to stay between us. I've slept with some audience members, um, and some of them are here tonight. They're back for an encore. It was that good. Um, you guys don't need to identify yourselves. Again, let's keep this between us. Um, <laughs> everything I know about sex, I learned from my uncle. Uh, don't panic, don't panic. This comes with a happy ending. I was about six years old. I had no idea what was going on. In all fairness, it took me a while to learn how to give a proper hand job. Um, give me a break, I had small hands and I would tire out quickly. Um, turns out my uncle is a liar. He said, if I give him hand jobs, that his dick would get bigger. Total lie. Total lie. Like most Catholics, I was dedicated. I gave him hand jobs daily, twice on Sundays. It was hard, all the time. But that work paid off when I hit puberty. I could masturbate with either hand. Gold star for me. I'm, I don't mean to brag you guys, but I'm really good at giving hand jobs. Like, I'm really good. Casual sex is a bit complicated for me. I'm like a Rubik's Cube. You really gotta know how to handle me. And you have to be of a certain height if you wanna ride this ride. Um, women know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's the, um, again, don't get me wrong, I'm no Mother Teresa. I've had my fun. It's not that I'm against casual sex, but I perform better when I'm getting paid. Um, <laughs> um, I enjoy, I don't, I'm not a fan of casual sex, I enjoy transactional sex. You pay me, you blow me. I can come in your mouth, but that's extra. Um, I'm, I'm kidding you guys, my uncle did not have sex with me. Um, I orchestrated the entire thing. I mean, I was an adorable child. I was a really good looking kid. I was John Benet hot. Um, I haven't spoken to Steve, my uncle in years, but he calls me collect once a month. Um, all joking aside, falling in love is a bit scary, especially at the beginning. There's so much uncertainty. Do you text? Do you call? Do you email? Which dick pic do you send? Can you fuck the roommate? I mean, I don't know, being romantic was this hard. Um, I have been deeply in love twice. The first time, I thought I was going to marry this person. They had other plans. Um, the second time, I actually proposed in front of all my friends. I couldn't wait to be married. My other half couldn't wait to break up with me. Um, that, that ex got hit by a car. Uh, before you come to any conclusions, it wasn't me. Um, 
it wasn't me. I tend to take a long break between relationships, mainly because I have to wait for the rash to clear. Um, took me a bit longer this last time because I don't have insurance, but I have friends in tech, and they have good insurance. So I took their penicillin. So this means I'm ready to start dating. I guess I have to go online, but all my friends and relatives are online. I don't want to date my friends and relatives anymore. I'm old-fashioned. I hate dating apps. I miss the good old days. I'd go to a bar, smile, lock eyes with someone new, distract them with humor while I put a roofie in their drink. I told you, I'm old-fashioned. I can't just jump in the sack with anyone. I have rules. Three to be exact. But let's face it, if the other person's hot, you're gonna break every rule. And as I look at you guys, this is a pretty hot audience. I'm open to casual sex tonight. And I'll do you one better. I'll give you a coupon for half off your next visit. Uh, that is it for me, you guys. My name is Sergio. Thank you so much. Sergio All righty. Uh, it was funny to me. I think I laughed at this. I don't know if this was intentional, but you were talking about, you're like, I'm really good at giving hand jobs. And you're gripping this mic so fucking hard. <laughs> was that an act out? Okay. <laughs> All right, save it for next time. I don't care. Okay, uh, I'm just kidding. Kind of. Thank you. Oh yeah, you should be. You should be all be paying. I'm hosted. I'm working. Uh, <laughs> next guy coming up, we got James Botwick. Bo Bostwick. On deck. On deck. On deck. On deck. You're like, I'm gonna dance it out. I'm gonna dance it out. But coming up right now, we got Tim Young. Oh, it's nice to be at Mutiny. This place is too fucking small. I got to take a piss so bad right now, but I don't want you guys judging me for my wick, like weak piss stream. Like, this is fucking bullshit, dude. I need to chug a gallon so I can show off, dude. Sling some strong piss. Like, this is... God damn, dude. Been having fun. I've been seeing a cougar recently, an older woman. Yeah, dude, she's 28. But, uh... It's nice, dude. It's fucking dope. I'm practically robbing the coffin, you know? It's fucking crazy. But, I don't know. We broke up. It's uh, it sucks, man. It was like we were going out for four months. It was dope. I didn't have to clean my room anymore. It was fucking sick, dude. She said, "I love you." And I was like, "Well, we'll see about that." You know, like, do you love all these clothes on the floor? Do you love these three-day-old dishes? Like, that's. Do you love the real me? Like, that's the. All right. I don't know. It was a. Uh, it was a. Uh, it was a nice relationship. Like, I learned a lot during that relationship. Like, I learned that I suck at dirty talk. Like one day, one day we were having sex and she was like, who owns this pussy? And I was like, uh, you are the sole proprietor of this pussy. Like, what the fuck? I'm a millennial. I'm not going to own anything, all right? I got a bidet. I finance that shit, all right? If I fuck up these payments, they might repossess my bidet. Like, it's, if I fuck up these payments, they might tow away my bidet. Like, it's fucking ridiculous, dude. I don't know. I fucking so much, like... She was like, yeah, boss me around. I was like, I don't really have managerial experience, you know? Like, last time I managed the team was NBA 2K8. Like, this is fucking ridiculous, dude. But uh, doing good. Uh, my grandma just died. That was cool. Uh, yeah, don't awe. Don't awe. Because fuck that bitch, all right? <laughs> fuck her. She was rude to waitstaff. Fuck that shit, all right? You, you know how much it sucks to go out to dinner with your grandma and she tells the waitress, today? And it's like, oh, fuck you. Now, now I got to have enchiladas with a side of loogie? What, what the fuck, grandma? What the hell? Uh, she was racist, dude. How many times do you have to hear your grandma say the N-word before you're like, eh, I don't love you anymore? Like, three times, all right? It's baseball. Fuck it. Three strikes, you're out. But, uh, I don't know. It's fucking, oh, man. My family's, we're discussing uh, how we're going to take care of her body. Because apparently we murdered her. <laughs> I don't know, man. 
I feel like we should just cremate her, you know, spread her ashes, litter her ashes. Let's, let's be honest, we're littering her ashes. We're not taking her to a recycling center. We're littering her, you know? And I feel like we should just throw her in the ocean, Osama that bitch. But uh, I don't know. I feel like my, like my mom was like, yeah, let's put her in nature. That's where she wanted to be. It's like, no, I never saw her in nature, you know? Let's put her in a Folgers can full of fucking cigarette butts. That's where she wants to be. Natural habitat. Oh, man. Dude, been having fun, though. Shit has been good, dude. I fucking recently uh, left the Bay Area for the first time, dude. It's crazy. I went to Chicago. I, I, actually, when I was a kid, you know, my family, we went, we went on vacations. We went to, like, Disneyland and Reno. So I've seen the happiest place on earth and the saddest place on earth, you know, so that's cool. But uh, I didn't actually see Reno. Uh, my parents saw Reno. I saw the inside of a Motel 6. But, you know, it's, it's pretty much the same thing, you know. Like, it was pretty dope. It was the first place I ever saw somebody smoke out of a light bulb. That was cool. Like, I was like, oh, they have an idea. My sister was like, uh, that's a bad idea. Like, it's <laughs> oh, man. But it was dope, dude. Uh, Chicago was cool, man. I fucking, I didn't know anything about Chicago, so I got there, and my friend was like, did you see the lake? And I was like, what lake? What? And he's like, the lake, like, Lake Erie. And I was like, uh, I didn't see a lake. I mean, I saw the ocean when we were flying in, and he was like, no, that was the lake. And I was like, I couldn't see the other side. That's an ocean. And he's like, no, it's a great lake. And I was like, yeah, it's a pretty shitty lake. Uh, I didn't see any fucking cliff jumps. Fuck that shit, all right? Like, and he's like, no, great means big. And I was like, no, it doesn't, all right? Because when I'm seeing a girl and she's like, I feel fat. And I'm like, nah, babe, you look great. That's not what I mean, you know? Like, get me in some trouble, dude. But uh, I don't know. Chicago was, I'm too used to the Bay Area. Because like, I got drunk the first night. I was trying to catch their train out there, the L train. And I went up to some dude and I was like, hey, man, where's Bart? And he's like, what? And I was like, I'm trying to ride Bart. And he's like, I don't know any dudes named Bart. Like, what the fuck, bro? Like, maybe try Boys Town, you can catch the L train over there. I was like, yeah, that, yeah, I'm trying to take the train. And he's like, oh, you want to take the L? And I was like, I don't take L's, bro. Uh, except on that joke. All right. Did you give me the lights around you? One minute, one minute. I don't know if she gave me one minute or she was just telling me to shut the fuck up. Whatever, dude. Pretty much the same shit, dude. Oh, man. I don't know. It's nice. I don't have to clean my room. It's fucking dope. I, I need Adderall to clean, but I get two and a cleaning when I take it. Like, one day I popped one, and for the next two hours, I just used my bidet. Uh, fuck yeah, dude. He knows what's up back there. That's been my time, everybody. Have a great night. So did your butthole get wrinkly? <laughs> That's what I want. Okay, anyways. Uh, on deck, we've got Cole Chapman coming up right now. we got James Bostwick. Give it up for him. All right. Thank you very much. Um, let's see if I can do this. I literally... Well, I'm just going to stoop over this whole time. Um, so uh, I'm just going to do this, but none of my friends are here. Uh, it's a little bit awkward, but I'm just going to power through this you know, professional shit. Um, friends are supposed to show up because it, mainly these are like inside jokes. Um, so I'm just going to do that um, impression here. Okay, impression. Um, you guys know we're in a drought, right? You guys know we're in a drought, right? Yes. Right? Okay. 
Now that was my friend Todd. He's a really big environmentalist, and that's a spot-on impression of like you knew Todd. You you would know that. It's a, it's a big thing. But none of my friends show that. That's fine. Uh, my friends, I'm done with them. Um, they're pretty fucking shallow and immature. I mean, like for this week, like all day long, they could only talk about what they're gonna wear for prom next week. And it's like, you're self-centered, and you're a child, and I don't like you, and I'm better than you. Um, I'm also um, gonna dump my girlfriend very soon, okay? That's gonna happen. She is so boring. All day long, she just talks in like cliches, you know, like, uh, hey, how was your day? <sighs> So like, I'm going to the store, do you want anything? Right? Hey, you look tired, do you want a massage? It's like, fucking be original, you know, challenge me, you know? I'm tired of her. Um, so I was uh, <laughs> walking down the street with a friend, true story, it's happened, and uh, a bum asked us for change, and my friend eloquently responded, you take cards? <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was a pretty dick move. Went like that and kept on going. But it's fucking true, though. Like, none of us really carry cash around, right? It's so fucking true. Which I love. I think that's great, all right? Because that whole ethical dilemma is just taken out of the equation, right? It's like leaving your gym clothes at home. You know what I mean? It's like, fuck, I was so going to go to the gym and just shred for like five hours on this core, just done and done. But the gym clothes are at home. Just gotta eat these seven pupusas, right? In front of this homeless man. He's very hungry. Um, but um, the thing is though, is that when you go to a grocery store, uh, they've gotten savvy, right? Because uh, you know, you use your card. So they, uh, they ask you if you wanna make a donation, right? Would you like to make a dollar donation or whatnot? So that's why I don't, <laughs> I only have cash at the grocery store so I I have a little sayings for that it's like uh, if I'm on the if I, I carry cards on the street carry cash while buying beets okay beets grocery beets okay for my salads um, I carry plastic while walking <laughs> I only have paper while shopping for buying beets, okay? It's true. You want one more? You got it, well check it out. I carry checks while skipping, okay? And I have treasury physical banknotes for stocking kitchens. That's amazing, okay? I just came up with three today. Oh, this is this is a gem. This is a gem. It says only human. Okay, so um, I was just thinking um, in my golden hour of the day, um, which was about humans, right? And when you say like um, when you fuck up, you're like, sorry, you know, I'm only human, right? As kind of a justification for messing up, right? Um, but I'm wondering, what do androids say when they fuck up trying to be humans? Great premise, I know. All right? Do they say, like, hey, I'm sorry, I'm only Mark Zuckerberg, okay? <laughs> Topical, he's robot-like. Um, 
So throwing this one out, right? I just went to a party um, and I was talking to this woman and uh, she was 25 and she's like, I'm a young adult writer, right? And I said, that's crazy. Um, I thought... I thought she was like too young to write about young people for some reason, right? And it's like, I thought young adult writers were failed adult adult writers or something like that, you know? Okay. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> James Roswick. Fuck yeah. All right. On deck, we got Arjun Banerjee. Coming up now, we got Cole Chapman. Woo! One more time. Why not? Gotta kill some time here. All right. Donate that. All right. How you guys doing? You guys doing okay? You all right, man? Just checking in. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, what do I want to talk about, y'all? What do I want to talk about? Oh, the internet. Who goes on the internet? Anybody been on the internet lately? One? One person? Cool. All right. It's not like we're on it literally every day. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, internet scares me sometimes, you know? Yeah. Especially you see those, like, advertisements for, like, internet games. You see in those? Like, really weird. Like, really sketch me out, you know? Uh, I saw one today that was like, uh, hey play this game for one minute, see why everyone's addicted. And I was like, that is uh, a, <laughs> well, there goes that shit. But that, <laughs> I was like, that that's like a weird way to pitch something. I'm like, you're either selling bejeweled or heroin. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like there's one or the other. It's like, it, what, what are, you, are you filming me right now? <laughs> Have you been filming literally everybody uh, as they've gone up? Not everybody. Not everybody. Oh, damn. <laughs> Some, one person was so shit. You're like, nah, I'm not even going to put this on my Snapchat. It's <laughs> a bullshit. You got to be more uh, discreet with that, my friend. This is, uh, I feel like you're going halfway and you're like kind of like trying to, but at the same time, you're like, I don't know. It's not working out, is what I'm saying. Is that on Snapchat? Uh, yeah, but I'm not posting. Then what are you doing? You're like, <laughs> really figure out, like, watch it later, like, what not to do, or like. <laughs> You know, oh, okay. <laughs> just even purpose, I'm offline Snapchat. <laughs> Send it to myself, it deletes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that did suck. That did suck a lot. <laughs> Fuck that shit. <laughs> that is weird. That's a weird thing you're doing there. I don't like it. <laughs> Not one bit. Uh, all right, let's talk about some other stuff. Um, I like uh, safety billboards. You seen these? You seen these billboards telling you to be safe? Adam was talking about it earlier. Um, someone the other day uh it was like a fun new creative way to like tell you to not text and drive right uh i wrote down let me get it here because this is tough to remember here it said uh oh kick your phone make that your goal and i was like uh yeah damn near crashed my car trying to take a picture of that thing you know what i mean <laughs> that's hilarious oh my god the world cup how topical <laughs> you guys that's crazy you're a high school security guard do you like sell kids beer on the side just like for kicks or like it's like a 21 jump street kind of thing like you're playing clothes security guard <laughs> i feel like you're the only security guard who's like actually at the school too you know what i mean like taking classes <laughs> like yeah but also you know don't walk on the halls but also you, can i borrow that homework let me copy off that shit <laughs> uh i took a break from staying up for a while because it was too depressing obviously uh this is a depressing hobby i know yeah uh it's really hard when uh i in the day job or my day job is i work at a newspaper uh so it's like uh 
it's just a lot, you know? Like, you spend hours just, like, hearing the worst stories of all time, and then I go to work at the newspaper. Whoa, whoa, ha! That's a good, it's, a, it's an okay joke. It's an all right joke. I like it when comics talk about the news, because uh, that's literally the worst place to get your news. Uh, <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Like, I don't understand why, like, a lot of them, like, hate the media, and yet they sit there and try to, like, be the media at the same time and just butcher the story completely. Uh, it's just terrible. It's like, why? It's like trying to buy your ice cream from, like, the garbage truck. It's like, it's, yeah, it's a truck that's <laughs> got ice cream in it, but I don't know if it's good to eat. You know what I mean? That's a long, that's a long reach uh, on that one, but, you know, we're, we're all having fun. Uh, what else? What the fuck else do I want to talk about, man? Uh, so, oh, uh, talk about news. Let's talk about some news. Uh, <laughs> why not? Um, <laughs> I hate it, but let's do it. Uh, I, uh, you guys seen this, uh, Warriors signing? So, uh, you guys follow basketball? All dudes here. Also, is there any, uh, basketball fans? Anybody? Yeah. Obviously not. Uh, but, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I like, uh, so everyone was upset. Basically, some background is the Warriors, good basketball team, too good, some might say. Uh, and then they went ahead and, uh, uh, signed an, another all-star. They got five all-stars on the team now, and everyone was really mad about it. Uh, and I, as a Warriors fan, I was like stoked. I was like, yes, this is awesome. Uh, and then in that moment, I realized exactly what it must have felt like on election day for a Trump supporter, you know what I mean? Like everybody already hates you, and then you win, and you're like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> you're like, oh shit, like what? And you have to somehow, like you know it's terrible, but you still have to defend it, you know what I mean? I'm sitting there like, no, 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 it's good. It's better this way, it's better this way. Everybody, does, it's not broken, it's fixed, it's fixed. All right, we're gonna fix it. This, you just gotta get on our level, man. This is way better. That joke was way better a while ago. <laughs> People were like, oh yeah, I know that news. People were like, well, I don't know that news anymore. But uh, hey guys, thanks so much. Give it up for Serenity. You look like you do work at a newspaper, but like in the 1920s. Like, <laughs> I like, I could easily, what was it? You don't wear I don't know, I think it's your haircut. I like your hair. Oh wait, fuck, this is bad. Go ahead. All right, well, you know, Anyways, uh, no, yeah, I, I just, because you said you were going to do this paper, and then I was like, because I, I just want you to do an impression of just be like, I got the scoop, you see? <laughs> the, the fucking, the children, they're being worked to death at the mills. <laughs> That's what I said. All right. Right? Topical. You know, I look like Mowgli. It's topical. Hey, fuck you, Cole. But it's true. Okay. Um. On deck, we've got, is it Buddha? Is that your name? No, no. You look like you were deciding on what you wanted. This is two cross-outs. Two separate cross-outs. Two separate cross-outs. So what was the first name you were going to go with? No, I literally was all Buddha, buddy. You just fucked up the spell. <laughs> That's so funny. You know what's funnier is like Buddha, that's like the short version of the full name too, because it's Buddhasadu. Doesn't matter, this is getting semantics. It doesn't matter, uh, I grew up Buddhist, uh, it doesn't matter. Okay, um, on deck, we got Buddha, see you man? Um, coming up right now, we got Arjun Banerjee! Whoa, yes! Yeah, 
baseball. We don't do on deck. You just go up when your name is called. It's unexpected. You should be shocked and unprepared while doing stand-up. Where did everybody go? I was here like 10 minutes ago, fucking packed full of dudes who I don't know, who I probably are doing stand-up, and now it's full of dudes who I also don't know, but are also... Eh, I know two of you. Anyways, I also know you. I know three of you. What's your name? Chapel. What? Chapel. Like, that's your, that's your given name? Capital. Capital. Like, is that a, that's what your parents named you? What's your last name? You should have been here earlier. You missed a good joke about it. I don't care. Uh, uh, <laughs> capital. Oh, okay. Well, that sounds like a fun joke. I'm sure it's a great joke. Like, because that's... A weird name. Uh, it's uh, okay. Here's this joke that will now really work in this whole context. I uh, I don't like how confident I am because I'm confident enough to be unlikable, but not confident enough to not care what people think about me. It's just like that perfect medium where I'm like I'm better than everyone, but all of you need to love me. Like. It's horrible. It's a horrible medium space to be in. Because I cannot do that. I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. Thing. I can pretend, but then the moment they walk out the room, I'm like, I bet they loved me, but I hope they did. You know what I mean? Oh, I really need people to like me, but I really am bad at it. Like, I don't, like, it's like, it's like I'm failing a class that I need to pass. Well, that's not good. It's like, let's try that again. It's like, what, what, it's like I'm starving to death, but next to food. Like, I know I know what I need to do. It's like I'm starving to death at a buffet. There it is. Like, I know all the steps to, like, get what I want are right in front of me, and all I have to do is just do it. But instead, I'm just like, mmm, call his name weird. Anyway, uh, you know what I mean? That's a callback, guys. I'm doing callbacks now. That's good. I do bits now. Hell yeah. What's that's the joke I've been working on here. I've been writing onion headlines So here's one that I really like the Grand Canyon to be filled with other smaller canyons. Is that funny? Yeah, okay. Anyway, here's one study shows that AP calculus class 30 times more effective than abstinence only class are reducing teen pregnancy Ah, it took me a while to say that. Like, I didn't say it good, but ah, that's a good one. Anyways, and then finally one is man briefly considers talking to woman on bus. <laughs> you know, you guys ever do that where you're just like, I should talk to her. And then the, you're like immediately like, of course I shouldn't. Don't bother her on the bus. It's the bus. It's the creepiest place to talk to. No one's meat story is like, yeah, he talked to me on the bus. There was a homeless person doing crack, and then he was like, so you hear often? Nobody likes that. Anyway, hey, I'm doing bits. That's a good bit. That's funny. That's funny. Maybe I could change that headline into a bit as well, and then I could have two things that I use that joke for. Anyways, here's a different joke. When I go to the gym, I get turned on by how hot I'm going to be. Uh, you know, I'll be like doing 10-pound curls, and I'll be like, holy fuck. If I just keep doing this every day for six months, I'm going to be so goddamn fuckable. And I've been thinking that once a month for six years. Anyway, I ride a bicycle. I know. <laughs> Praise me. Anyway, I, uh, I ride a bicycle. I'm, 
I ride a bicycle like I don't know every car could kill me. Like, I am like, I'll run this fucking red light if I want to, you goddamn bitch. Anyways. Oh. I don't believe that white people deserve to feel white guilt, but I do believe they deserve to be sunburned. Like, that's my, that's my trade-off. Like, you don't have to feel bad about it, but God will do that to you. Uh-huh. Okay, that's funny. Alrighty then. Oh, there's a joke from back when I thought I was bisexual. Ah, I recently realized I was straight, which is such a bummer because I'm gonna get booked so less. Um, I recently saw an ad on like a porn site that was like, "Fuck ugly girls in San Carlos," and I was like, "I mean, that's all probably like I probably could." but this website is not going to direct me. Also, I like that. I like that they're like, we're done. Like, we're not trying to trick you anymore. Like, we're trying to trick you with your standards. Like, we know you. We wa- we see the porn you're watching. We know you're not fucking hot girls in San Francisco. You need to fuck ugly girls in San Carlos. Like, that's what they think of me. They'll steal my credit card information with the promise of a bad sex in a place I don't want to go to. Okay. Cool. You look. You look like you would uh, invest in like a ceiling mirror for sex. I hundred percent would love that. See, I know the people. You know. Now you've told everybody. Okay. <laughs> um, on deck, we've got Mike Spiegelman. On deck. On deck. On deck. On deck. That means up next. Does nobody know what on deck means? This is the third person who's done that. Do you know what on deck is? At this point. Damn! <laughs> my bad, my bad. I thought you guys knew. Uh, so on deck means almost next. <laughs> um, coming up right now. Buddha! Give it up for Hey, what's up? I'm the guy that everyone knows you masturbate a lot. <laughs> So, you know, it's, it's hard for me to get women because, you know, I believe in a thing called love and I'm a nice guy. So, yeah, you know, it's, um, you know, so I get, I get in the friend zone. I get, I get in there a lot. And, you know, I'm a nice guy, so, you know, I never, I never go beyond the point on going, hey, can I get your number? Yeah, it never goes to that point. But um, anyways, I didn't really get much sleep tonight. Yeah, I'm pretty fucking tired right now. So, um, you know, because, you know, I was smoking a lot of drugs. Yeah, you know, I was smoking that crack. Woo, yeah. Nah, I don't, I don't smoke crack. I'm just a crack baby. No, you're different. <laughs> now, if you ain't from the hood, you probably don't understand that. So, you know, um, you know, in my life, I grew up um, a lot of places all around. So, you know, yeah, you know, I'm a white guy that goes by Buddha. But, you know, don't worry. I'm not trying to steal the, the Indian um, culture like my white people is known for. You know, we like to steal stuff. You know, don't worry. I'm trying to steal the Mexican culture. You guys got nothing to worry about right now. 
Oh, no, that's horrible. Um, um, but anyway, something even more fucked up than that. Um, my uncle was actually a pedophile. Like, um, I'm, you know, he he never touched me, so I'm obligated to go out wait to go out and wait pedophiles now. Just you know, I wanted to be touched. It didn't happen. Wow, that's horrible. <laughs> um, so I was like um, 400 pounds about three, four years ago. Um, last time I weighed myself, I was like 270. Probably lost more weight than that. So um, yeah, hell yeah. Nah, fuck that shit, man. It's fucking cold now, man. Like, I totally get what all my skinny friends are talking about now, man. I'm, I have to put hella sweaters on. But that, that's not even the worst part of my problems. Man, I, I, must put, I miss putting the plate on my stomach when I'm kicking back, you know, watching net, Netflix. Those were some good times. Now I'm just Netflixing and masturbating. Um, all the, um, overall, life's good. You know, I'm living that life, that San Francisco minimum wage life. You know, I'm living in that crackhead hotel down the street. Oh yeah, um, the other day my neighbor actually comes up to me like, hey, hey man, I don't know if I should ask you this, but do you sell heroin? I'm like, um, do I look like I sell heroin? Like maybe weed, maybe PCP, but like heroin? Do I look like I sell that shit? That was the old me. That was last year, bro. I don't have that connection anymore. You're late. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, living in SR always very fucking entertaining. Um, always hear my neighbors yell um, back and forth. You know, pretty fucking entertainment. Uh, one time, um, one of my neighbors walked out fucking butt naked. Um, thank God I was in there. He did it to my other neighbor. And he started shacking off right in front of him. I'm like, damn, dude. Like, if, you, if you're that desperate, the cash throws four blocks away. <laughs> um, let's, see, uh, let's see what else. Um... Honestly, I did not come up prepared. I'm not high. I'm not drunk. Uh, I think it's my mission tonight to go uh, find some cannabis oil so I can go masturbate once I get home. <laughs> then, you know, then I'm easier to fall asleep. Um, well, before, you know, I end this, um, I had an idea. Everyone in, you know, is doing the I'm in my feelings challenge, you know? I can't dance, you know? This is me dancing. Yeah, it's not pretty. I'll be knocking a lot of people over on the dance floor. I'll be breaking some legs. It's not a pretty thing, but hey, I feel if I videotape it, hey, someone might masturbate to it. All right, thank you. Y'all have a good night. <laughs>
Yeah, fucking white. Yeah, I don't know. Go wear some Crocs. We should appropriate Crocs, too. Let's all get in on it. Okay. Uh, coming out right now. I'm excited to see this guy. Give it up for Mike Spiegelman! Woo! I get the on deck thing now. <laughs> I always fear when there's an introduction that the worst way you can bring somebody up is bring up their name in the first sentence. Preferably, like... Mark Walnut Neuer will be your next comic, everyone. Here he is, Mark. But by the time, like, and it deflates it. Anyway, hi, my name is Mike Spiegelman, and uh, that's uh, a preview of my class, How to Talk About Comedy. And uh, it's a comedy talking class, and we go in, you pay me, and we talk about comedy. So, do you guys want a free seminar? Anyone, free seminar? Free seminar? Rules of three. There you go, that, I, did, I said that three times. I prefer multiples of three, where I asked that question 15 times. There, all right. Whew. Glad we got that out of the way. Uh, I'm also a very uh, sexy pillow talker. I am very good, I'm very sexy when it comes to pillow talk. This is the reason why I got fired from mattress discounters. They fired me. They, were, they didn't pay that well at mattress discounters anyway, so I looked out. That's not the worst thing that happened to me this week. I got kicked out of the cat cafe. They wouldn't let me in. <laughs> Apparently no dogs allowed. So you can't bring your pets. I said... <laughs> These dogs are not my pets. This is my working dog. This is my service dog. This is my helper dog. Therapy dog. Recreational dog, medical dog. Hunter, baseball, uh, police, fire dog. You guys know baseball dogs, right? Uh, hot dog, codependent dog on a leash. These are all my dogs. Can I bribe? I mean, can you imagine going to a place in San Francisco and they don't let your dog in? Oh, oh I'm getting vapors. I think my, uh, I would not like to have a robot. I had a robotic arm. It was terrible. Kept tweeting when I was asleep. Just got to be careful when you have a robotic arm. Keep it away from the cell phone because next thing you know it, something happens. And then something happens. Something happens. Yeah, something happens. Something happens. Something happens. See, the best part about multiples of three is that the fifth time is just not funny. Right? It's kind of funny, and then it's not funny. And then it's funny because you said it a third time. And then it's not funny. And then it's definitely just not funny. But by the sixth time, it's funny. Wow, I really like talking about comedy. I can't believe uh, I'm going to get paid for this. This is really exciting. You should check out uh, my comedy talking college. We just rap. Or I talk and people listen. That would be ideal. We could do it at the library. I'll do it like this. Comedy is multiples of three. 
You guys like the library? They're cool. They're open for the public, the public library. Their bathroom has a sign that says, don't shower here. Here is a list of locations where you can get free services. And I looked at that poster. I said, come on, public library. Can't there be one room where I don't have to read? There was a Lava May uh, shower truck right outside the main branch this morning. Four people at a time were taking a shower in a big uh, truck. It was pretty cool. I like that. I like the library. The most books I could take out in one single day, 50 books. It's a great way to impress my friends. When they come into my apartment, I'm like, check it out. I have furniture. I use the books for furniture. I, I took out 50 DVD box sets, count as one book. So I took out 50 DVD box sets. I had 800 DVDs in my house. I don't know what a DVD is, but it was pretty cool. All right, thank you so much. Mike Spiegelman, everybody. Do you really teach a comedy class? No. Oh, thank God. Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I was going to say, Mike Spiegelman's a really good name. Like, Dr. Spiegelman. I would, I would let that person look at my colon, you know? That's a credible name. Okay, on deck, we got Mark Neuer coming up right now. We got Aditya Shankar. How's it going? I, uh, a lot of people see an Indian guy living in Silicon Valley, right? They always just assume, like, this guy must play for the Warriors, right? Every time. Uh, I mean, uh, I do play for the Warriors in my dreams where I'm also five foot ten and can digest milk, right? But that's kind of the extent of that. I did really want to be a basketball player when I was a kid, though. Uh, but my parents wanted me to be an amateur comedian, so here I am. <laughs> no, but people would always tell me uh, as a kid, you know, like, Michael Jordan got cut from his varsity basketball team as a freshman, right? So don't worry. It's like, big deal. <laughs> I got cut from a co-ed rec league, right? Last week. It's like, maybe I should worry a little bit, right? A little sense of urgency wouldn't be so bad. You know what it's like to get cut from a team whose only requirement is have fun, right? <laughs> like, I sprained my ankle in the team huddle, and they're like, honestly, you're making this less fun for everyone else. You should just head home. That's why I'm kind of done with all these, you know, everyone started from somewhere stories, right? Like, did you know Usain Bolt couldn't even walk at one point? Or that LeBron James was once the size of a basketball? Like, who's that helping, right? No, uh, I wasn't great as ba at basketball as a kid, uh, but luckily when it came to soccer, I was even worse. Uh, anyone watching the World Cup here? World Cup, yeah. Boy, is it tough to tell which team is which when you don't see color, am I right? Like, that's a, that's a tough one. No, uh, America didn't make it, unfortunately, obviously. India, also not in the World Cup this year. India has never been in the World Cup, right? country with over a billion people can't find 11 guys to beat Croatia, right? Like, there are buses in India with a higher population than Croatia, right? There are buses with a higher Croatian population, right? Now, people calm me down, like, Aditya, don't worry, like, don't Indians do really well in, like, the spelling bee? It's like, sure, but Croatia still sends a team, right? 
I mean, they lose, but they show up. Uh, I was feeling a little bit under the weather recently. Uh, a bunch of my friends were telling me, you know, you just have a common cold, right? Could someone please tell me what an uncommon cold is, right? Like that cold you got there, very exotic. You should, you should hold on to that one. You're like pooping out schnitzel and sneezing out sauerkraut. That would be pretty exotic, I guess. That would be. You all know uh, Michelangelo's statue, the David, right? You ever realize that's just a 16th, 16th century dick pic? Right? Like thousands of people visit Florence every year just to see an unsolicited sexual advance. Right? Just Renaissance era harassment. And I, and I know they claim that it's like the biblical hero David or whatever, right? But I feel like that became the story after HR got involved, right? I imagine I always imagine David called Da Vinci first, right? But Da Vinci was like, No, I will not exaggerate your proportions of man. Not that I like that. I um I was hanging out with some friends recently and they were, they were all like, you know, it doesn't matter what we do as long as we're together. I was like, you sure about that? <laughs> like, I don't think anyone's been like, you know, I am so glad we did this group colonoscopy together. Like, <laughs> what's yours look like? <laughs> no. Or, you know, I don't normally enjoy these clan meetings, but being here together, like, has made this one just a delight. Anyone say that? <laughs> or this TGI Fridays, somewhat bearable. Only a little worse than the clan meeting. Is that not a fair comparison right there? A little tough on the clan, yeah. No. I originally wrote that joke uh, with like an ISIS meeting instead of the clan meeting, right? But that, that kind of freaked people out, right? They were like, he might not be kidding, yeah. <laughs> um, how, am I, how am I doing on time right now? Uh, okay, I'll keep going. Um, Say I, I, no, but I did on the street that I was in the mi mission the other day, and I got one of those like, you know, go back where you came from things, right? It's like, it's like super thoughtful of them, right? Like, how did he know I was missing Boston? You know, <laughs> so nice of him. Or you'll get the uh, occasional like, you know, go back to Pakistan, and I'll be like, uh, actually, I'm Indian, right? Like, like that'll show him, right? Like, like any racist has ever been worried about their factual correctness, right? It's like, oh, you're Indian? Oh, I'm so sorry. That is. You know what, that is completely different. You know what, you stay right here in America, all right? Don't you go anywhere. <laughs> like, I may be a bigot, but I do my homework, all right? I feel like if some racist did do their homework, I might, like, oblige their request, right? <laughs> like, if some, someone was like, you know what, go back to the South Indian state of Tamil Nadu, I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like you know what, that's pretty good. <laughs> I'll, I'll be on my way. <laughs> all right, I'll wrap it up there, guys. Thanks a lot. Our note, that's cool too. One more time! <laughs> All right, you know, it's getting, we're almost to the end, guys. It's, it's been fun, it's been a good journey, right? Okay. Um, on deck, we've got John Sherman. Cool, but coming up right now, we got Mark Neuer. Keep it going. Shut the fuck up. Don't even give me that half-ass clap. It's not even. There it is. A little late on the draw, but we're here. We're feeling fucking funky. We're in the goddamn mix. You know what this is? Oh, I was so sure you didn't know who this was. I was like, you don't know anything other than child porn. That's all you are. What? Who is James Brown? What do you mean? What are you talking about? Go, go fucking chop down some trees. Put on your fucking goddamn lumberjack jacket. 
And go fucking chop some fucking trees now. Mike Spiegelman, ladies and gentlemen. All right. I got more of an applause, so I win. How you feeling? Cut that shit. Awesome. I was in a corridor the other day, and I was I was smoking a cigarette, and I I don't know what came over me, but I just had this need to spit. So I just I just spit, and there's a wall. There's I'm, I'm on the the wall. There's a wall. There's a wall, and there's an opening where there's a sidewalk, and I spit. I don't look. I don't put on a fucking spit blinker. I just hawk one. And it hits this girl. She's walking by. And it hits her. And how do you, what do you recover with? All I could say was, my name's Mark, bitch. You know what I mean? What, 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 else, what else can you do? What, you just spit in her fucking face. In the face. Right in the fucking face. So I just, my name's Mark, bitch. That's nice to meet you. Can I get your number? I just pieced all of that together. I'm glad that got some kind of reaction. I don't know if it was laughter or just what the fuck is wrong with you, but I'll take it. I will take it. I've been watching a lot of Hulu. A lot of Hulu. It's just Pam Benjamin. She could do whatever she wants. It's her. It's her establishment. I, I thought some tweaker was just about to hear all about it right now, dude. All I heard about was these cigarettes right here, and I'm gonna pick them up. And I was like, oh, feed is about to get it. I'm about to unleash this fucking really weak, horrible rebuttal that I was gonna concoct. You like cock? You laughed. I don't know. Road tested denim. Hey, that's teamwork right there. You fucking threw it up. I swatted it down. And it hit. It hit. Your shirt. Your shirt. Right. That's teamwork. You helped me with the reaction. No. Fuck. I love when comics cringe at what I'm saying. Like, it's like embarrassing to me. Like, I give any kind of a fuck. Like, I, I give any kind of a fuck at all. Like, I'm not even wearing underwear right now. You know what I mean? Like, r really, it's not that big of a deal to me. You know what I mean? It's not at all. It doesn't have to make sense. It's funny. Do you hear people laughing? Tremendous. It's amazing. You ever hear Eminem rap? You ever hear the song uh, Rain Man? Talks about tuna sandwiches with fucking peanut butter and jelly and eating them while beating up Superman the guy that was in the fucking wheelchair the fuck is that guy's name this guy is I need to bring you to everything I do you know everything that's one minute ladies and gentlemen you know James Brown and you know the guy in the wheelchair what else do you need to know I uh I watch a lot of Hulu right now I'm uh, I'm watching uh, Bong Appetit it's, it's, if you're not familiar, it's like uh, food porn for stoners. 
and basically just bring these like crazy ass chefs on and they, they bring them into this pantry of just weed it's called the weed pantry it's just weed it's just weed hi pam benjamin it's just weed hi pam how you doing doing good you want to hear about bong appetit real quick yeah, it's a, it's a Hulu show. So basically what it is, it's food porn for stoners. They bring all these chefs and world-renowned chefs, and they cook with weed for like the first time for most of them. And their reaction when they open this weed pantry, which is this glorious weed thing, is just like the same reaction when a girl is in porn and she's on her knees and it's just like a black cock for the first time. She's like... And they never say anything. There's never any verbal. It's just a mouthing of... You know what I mean? Like, oh my God, it is like, it's so, it's so much. They can't even, they really can't. My butt cheeks are touching the stage. Oh. And I don't even, I don't even do yoga. Who gives a fuck? I'm, I am wearing jeans though. I am absolutely wearing jeans. Pam, you just made Pam Benjamin make a look. What ro- what rock did you have to lift up to find that? What what what's very that's a very specific Google search you had to find. I can't get up, Pam Benjamin. I'm stuck, Pam Benjamin. I'm fat and I'm stuck, and I'm appropriating. I'm. Asian penis matters. Thank you. I'm lit. <laughs> My mic's about to bounce me out of the fucking venue. Thank you guys for your time. Please give it up for your wonderful host. Have a great night. So your next comic is... Superman. <laughs> um... Where do we go from there, guys? The f- I think my favorite part was he, he like he singled you out and he's like, "You're my dude. I'm taking you everywhere." And then he's doing this act out on the ground and he's looking at you for <laughs> reassurance and you didn't say anything. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Oh no, it's not. Ah, uh, fuck. We have two more. Is that okay? You can cut for my time on the show. What, what we can do is at 8 o'clock, I'll be like, hey, it's time for Pam Tass's Comedy Clubhouse, and then we'll say that we're rolling over into the time. So, yeah, we can do it. There you go. Yeah, but uh, so you have one more comic, and then I'm going to jump in and be like, hey, it's 8 o'clock. It's time oh. for Pam Tass's Comedy Clubhouse. Just cause, so people know on the podcast what's happening. Yep. That would be cool. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're one person over. All right, we're going to get to it. All right. Coming up right now, John Sherman. It's a very, it's a good position to be in. I'm, there are still some people here. I like it. I, I don't know. It's kind of nice to have like some people to alternate eye contact with. Keep track of it in your head. Yes, yes. Giving this part of the room a little bit of attention. Uh, so... I'm gonna try not to talk about masturbation. I think it's not good. It's not good. I used to get a lot of flack for talking about it, and I think what that was about is if you talk about it, you don't have to do it. And I think it's something that should be stopped. And I think there should be a gulag archipelago 
where everybody who masturbates should be sent to do uh, forced labor to mine for saltpeter. That's just an opinion. It's not anything that is, it's not a concrete policy position. I think I just have a need for power and control. So, you know, I think I do like come up with like a lot of totalitarian worldviews about things that annoy me. And I think I need to, it's something that I have to work on. And then the other thing is uh, leaning on Trump too hard because talking about him is terrible, lazy, boring, uninteresting, a crutch. And uh, somebody said to me after a show once, boy, you really hate Trump. And I don't hate anybody. I mean, and I don't just mean like in the abstract way that it's a four letter word. I, I love everybody abstractly, but not on a personal level. Like I, I do have a lot of love for him. I don't think that bad, I don't want like the Gaddafis of the world to get pipe fucked. I don't want anybody to get pipe fucked. No pipe fucks. Don't, I like, I don't want him to get fucked with a pipe. I do, I love this. I do, yeah, I do fixate on him though. I mean, I want his skin, I want his mouth, whatever. He's interesting. There's a certain appeal. Uh, I want to make a deal with Merlin to transform me into Ivanka so that he can have me to his bed with him. Whatever. That's a, it's a risky proposition. I don't know if, you, if you've ever done, it's a thing. It goes into difficult territory. This is a very interesting feeling. All right. I'm going to wrap it up. Thank you. Hey, keep it up for John Sherman. Yay. And coming up, your fucking headliner. Are, Are you ready? ready? Wait, we're going to. Are you fucking ready for your headliner? Wait, 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 wait. But, but before you do that, because we're just on the part where we're moving from one podcast to the other. You know, it's very exciting. Everyone's been listening to the happy hour, which is super rad. And Serene's been hosting the fuck out of it. And that's been awesome. Uh, but we're rolling right hour, right now into the next hour of podcasting entertainment, which is Pam Tastic's Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. How exciting. Yeah. It's been a bunch of comedians are booked and it's super exciting uh but your next comedian's gonna be on that show which is gonna roll over in just a second i'm just gonna burn time and tell you to go to the mutinyradio.fm website and press that donate button hell yeah give us some money bitches it is difficult that our our phone is lighting up right now 415-550-0511 it's sweet gail we don't have to talk to her it's called community <laughs> help what is it called when you help people in the community uh it's serene what was the show you used to run in uh when you gave people free pizza in berkeley does that still happen yes we're moving it to saturdays now starting next month it's called certified fresh comedy in berkeley at the red tomato and you get free pizza. And you get free pizza. And it's certified fresh. And comedy. most importantly, good comedy. Hell yeah. Good uh, memories, good vibes. Awesome good vibes. Uh, we're just waiting for... Oh, there it is. 8 o'clock.